98.5 The Bull is today's hot country. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. What's that show uh, on ABC? It's called uh, What Would You Do? And it's got that, what's that guy's name? John Quinones. Yeah, and it's where there's a situation and you're like, oh, what would you do in this situation? And it's people acting it out and things like they that. They have a hidden camera and they have actors around you, but you don't know you're on camera. And, you know, like if some guy passed out in front of you, would you help them or would you just walk past them and then they go confront the people who did or did not do something to help somebody? So Sunday night I had a little uh, what would you do moment. Did you? I went out the uh, front gate of my apartment complex. You have to have a a fob to get in and out of that gate. Mm-hmm. And I'd walked out there and as I leave the gate and it shuts behind me, I, I look over and there's a guy uh, like hunched over Mere feet from me. This was late at night, too, by the way. And he has a little flashlight. Now, this guy's gotten into the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. He's on a substance. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, look at these ants. The city's ate up with them. And they're talking to me. Now, what do you think I said? What do you say in that situation? I said, uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I continue to walk, but then it dawns on me. There's uh, something between me and that gate of that apartment, and that is that guy that thinks the ants are talking to him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. So I'm very manly. I didn't let anybody keep me from getting back to my apartment. You didn't want to uh, confront this guy again. Oh, oh no, sir. This guy thinks ants are talking to him? I mean, those ants might tell him to cut my head off. So basically, I just milled about for about 30 minutes waiting for him to leave. (laughs) Isn't that a shame? You you cannot predict what somebody that thinks ants are talking to him. So much so that he had gotten a flashlight and he's shining it at the ground. And I looked into the, uh, the circle of light. There were zero ants. Oh, there was nothing there. Oh, no. So it's even worse. It wasn't he like says, there was ants and they were might have been talking to him. The guy said, look at these ants. The cities ate up with them, but they're talking to me. Hmm. So I was like, uh-oh, oh, no. <laughs> you know, we, we took a call a few weeks ago yeah. um, about, like, how to deal. We think there's people on meth and then it's getting tainted and, with And some, that's uh, exactly what stayed in my head was that guy telling me, like, do not interact because you never know. Because one minute they might love you and be very nice and tell you about their ant collection, but the next they might attack you and they don't even know why they're doing it. It's the drugs talking or, you know, like a puppet puppeteer. Mm-hmm. And the guy who called us a few weeks ago is like, hey, you know, you probably do want to help. And, you know, you're con- you know, we're concerned about fellow humans. But what you don't know is that those drugs are totally unpredictable. And one moment they might be cool with you and the next they they get paranoid and think you're after them. And so they attack you. So, uh, yeah, stay away from ant guy. What do you think the ants were saying to him? He's like, they're talking to me. Like, what? I don't what know. Do you what do think he what thought they were talk? saying? Yeah, I don't hey, know. Hey, you seen any crumb? <laughs> hey, you seen any crumb? <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. You've got Tig and Daniel. This is Did You See? Brought to you by Daniel's Dentist. Hugh McDougal Dentistry over there. Dr. Hugh McDougal. Good morning, guys. That's right. Good morning, Ty. Did you see that people are now lying to get an early COVID-19 booster shot, according to pharmacists? Uh, you know, they said uh, that we need to wait, what was it, eight months after your second dose mm-hmm. or eight months after your first Johnson & Johnson? Uh, but some people are trying to jump the gun and just lying and saying, no, I hadn't had any vaccinations at all yet, trying to get that third dose. The problem is they're doing it too early. 
It's it, not as effective. So the booster isn't a different formula. It's just the same shot. From from what I can tell. Ah. So that's. And I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Could it make you sick or something? Yeah, but they're talking about, listen, I don't mean like 30 or 40 people. They're talking about 1.1 million have gotten an unauthorized third shot of Pfizer or Moderna. Wow. So, yeah, I would be too nervous to get it too early. But again, remember, if you're thinking about doing this, the main thing to remember is you need to wait until the eight months just so it'll be like so much more effective and last longer and all that. Also, enough tomfoolery talk. Let's get down to business. Taco Bell is going to offer a crispy chicken sandwich taco nationwide. Yeah, that is business. <laughs> You're right. Oh, what does it do with the chicken sandwich? I guess Popeyes did it. It made all this headline, all these news, you know, back when news was at least a little fun, back mm-hmm. before the last couple of years. But now Taco Bell, you know, here's what they do. All fast food places, they come up with something insane. So we'll like idiots like me will be on here talking about it. In the yeah, morning. I think uh, I feel like we get duped because Starbucks does the same thing. They'll come out with some crazy latte that's some weird yeah, flavor. Yeah, like the new urine mochaccino. And here yeah. we are like, and oh, urine mochaccino. And then... And then they're not buying advertising, but every moron on the radio like us is talking about, you know, this wacky flavor they have or this new chicken sandwich they have. So uh, we've just been duped by Taco Bell. Congratulations to Taco Bell. Also, uh, G.T. Bynum, the mayor here in Tulsa, is talking about, you know, how we were I was at least given a little bit of a hard time about doing the mass suggestion instead of the mandate. Uh, he did in the newspaper today. He did. He had a good point. He said, look, we need the police more for crime fighting than for enforcing the mask mandate for now. So. I, could I, t- I, get, I get that. You know, I rode. Uh, one thing I'll do at night, and I'll go down a rabbit hole, and I'll end up YouTubing Tulsa Police Department, you know, pulling people over, going in people's houses and stuff. And one night I rode with the police in another city. And I was like, man, this is going to be something because we're going to be pulling over speeders. We're going to be doing sobriety, you know, tests and all that stuff. None of that happened because they had actual things to deal with. And I'm not saying that a DUI is not serious, but when you've got a, a guy who's maybe swerving, but then you got a call of a stabbing. You, you got to go to the stabbing. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it that we didn't even, we didn't sit there with a radar gun at all. We, the first thing that happened is I went to a stabbing. And then the second thing that happened, we went to a domestic violence call. I mean, it was, there was no time to just hang out. You thought it was going to be kind of a fun night. Maybe yeah. you're sitting at the jailhouse and Aunt B brings by a basket of fried chicken. It's kind of, you know, I thought I'd wear the keys to the, the cell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, we were actually doing like real stuff. And the night ended with a miniature riot had gotten called in. They said there's an apartment complex. It's about 200 people in here or out in the parking lot shooting guns in the air. And I'm like, what? And I'm riding with the police officer. And now I'm nervous because I hadn't been that nervous all night, but because everything we showed up had already happened. We were just going over there to, you know, see the, you know, the aftermath of the stabbing and all that. But this was going to be an active, we're the first people there. And sure enough, man, we showed up and he goes, you're going to need to stay in the car. I was like, you got it, brother. I ain't getting out. So, yeah, I could see where, like, you know, I don't know if police have that kind of time to just, you know, walk no, into don't. Arby's it's, and make sure everybody's yeah. wearing a mask. Also, did you see that uh, 500 members of the Oklahoma National Guard headed down to Louisiana to, uh, you know, help after the hurricane, Hurricane Ida? Mm-hmm. So some folks from right around here will be heading down there. Craig Day's still down there from News on 6. Yeah, we talked to him yesterday, and he said not only, like what you said about the, the troops going down, but these uh, utility trucks. And have you ever seen those on the interstate heading to a location? It's like, you ever seen an Army convoy? Is that what it's they like? They do like a huge convoy of these utility trucks. So there's a lot of people from Oklahoma. And Craig Day said that Louisiana 
always hits up Oklahoma because Oklahoma always says yes. So they're like, we're like one of the first states they call when they need help south of here along the Gulf Coast. Uh, also uh, related to Hurricane Ida, yesterday we were unsure about the Oklahoma Sooners football game. Did you see what they did with this one? I did not. So I was talking about how Tulane, because they're going to play Tulane in New Orleans up until recently. I was like, a lot of people wanted to move it to Norman here in Oklahoma, but I was like, well, if the roads are destroyed, how is the football team going to get out of Tulane? They had already gotten out of there and went to Birmingham, Alabama, and have been practicing there. So they were out of harm's way. So the team will travel to Norman this weekend. So they'll still be treated as the home team. And they'll get all the money from the ticket sales like home teams usually do. So they won't miss out. Because a lot of these, I don't know if you know this about football, they know it. You know, Oklahoma is expected to destroy Tulane. So why does Tulane play that game? There's a lot of money involved. And they didn't want to miss that. That money, especially with the hurricane and who knows what kind of expenses the athletic department will have going forward. So Tulane will get the money. It will be in Norman, but Norman, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma will be the away team. Nice. Even in their own stadium. It's 626 at 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... El King alongside Miranda Lambert. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, I saw this thing on Facebook the other day, Tig, and it was a, a group of women had gotten together and they were talking about what their spouses do that just drive them crazy. Yeah. Things like, um, <laughs> you know, this guy chews with his mouth open. Oh, no. Like all these little things that aren't like terrible big things, but just very annoying things. So I was thinking, you know what we ought to try this morning? Okay. Uh, a kind of a fill-in-the-blank thing. I love my spouse, but they annoy the H out of me when they blank. I see. What is the most annoying thing about your spouse? Now, listen, you're not bad-mouthing them. You love them. Everybody's got their little quirks. Mm-hmm. And when you get married to somebody, you know, if you try to change them, that's not going to work. But there's things you just got to put up with, right? Right. And that goes both ways. And I think men probably are way more annoying than oh, I'm sure. women are. Yeah. So the question again. And I'll, I'll try to answer it. I love my spouse, but they annoy the H out of me when they blank. Okay. I'll say, I love my spouse, but she annoys the H out of me when she leaves 10 to 15 cups of water on the nightstand. It's like she's running a souvenir shop over there. I don't know what it is. Just take the cup, bring it to the kitchen. But instead, every night there's a glass of water, a new glass of water, and it just piles up in the nightstand. And then, uh, you know, can't charge my phone because it's, too crowded. You can't do anything over there. So I love my spouse, but uh, eh, I used to work on the uh, the messy, tidiness huh? in the uh, nightstand. All right, flip it around. What would she say about you? What do you do that's annoying her? Exist. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, gosh, I've got I've got a lot, man. Like I can get real quiet when she wants to talk. She, you know, I don't know. There's a million so, things. So that's there. like Ty has the one thing that she does to annoy him. He has like a million. See, that's oh, why God. I think men probably are way more annoying. Yeah. So uh, help us out this morning. Fill in the blank for us. I love my spouse, but they annoy the H out of me when they blank. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Let the healing begin. It's good to get things off your chest. To vent. And maybe it's good. Maybe... Uh, your husband's doing something that he doesn't realize annoys you, and then when he hears it, in another example, he'll be like, oh, I better change my ways. Once he's done crying because you said it on the radio. Yeah, look at us. Saving marriages this morning. No.
Dustin Lynch, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. A real quick reminder that uh, they did decide to move the Oklahoma two-lane game to Norman this weekend. So it'll be a home game for Tulane, but at Oklahoma Stadium. Good morning, Daniel. You got a question? Morning. Uh, we want to know this morning. want you to fill in the blank for us. I love my spouse, but they annoy the H out of me when they do what? Good morning. Who's this? This is Howard. Howard. So the question this morning, Daniel. Howard, you love your spouse, but they annoy the H out of you when they blank. When they what? Leave candy wrappers on the nightstand. Yeah, the nightstand. It's a big deal. I don't know what it is, but. Uh, what kind of candy is she eating in there? Rolo candies. Rolos? That's like yeah. old folks' candy. I hadn't even heard of that in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the comment. Yeah. Old fashioned over there. Oh, yeah. Leaving coconut long boy wrappers on the uh, <laughs> nightstand. 918 879 9898. Good morning. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who this? It's Dale. Dale, so uh, the question from Dale, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, love your spouse, but they annoy the H out of you when they what? Well, she. Just about her coaching me on driving. Like when I'm driving down the road and she's in the passenger seat like, whoa, 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 stop, you know. That's a that's such a good one, Dale, because for whatever reason, I have to drive us everywhere, but all I get is driving tips the whole time. And I've come this close to just going, all right, I'm pulling over. You just go ahead and drive. I've been in the car with Tiger <laughs> yeah. and his wife, and, and they do. They fuss about that, and I just want to be, guys, just get a divorce already. <laughs> Mm. 918-879-9898. Are we brave? Want to do one live? Yeah, well, <laughs> good luck. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's good to make sure. This makes Tyke so nervous. I know, I don't like it. Here we go. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Ty and Daniel. Don't cuss. Who is this? This is Caitlin. All right, do not. You, you agree not to cuss, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, so Daniel has a question for you, Caitlin. Caitlin, you love your spouse. You got to turn that radio down. I, You're killing me. I think she's on a speakerphone. No, that's the radio I hear. You in a helicopter? Yeah, you hear yourself. <laughs> helicopter. Um, here you go. I listen every morning. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you love your spouse, but what do they do that annoys the H out of you? You want one or? <laughs> Good grief. You have a plethora. You have pleurisy. I've got a couple. Um, right. There's a couple. It's like when we're getting ready for bed. And, like, he'll wait till I'll, I'll lay down. And, like, he's like, hey, are you going to turn off the light? When his side of the bed is the side that the light is on. He expects you to get and up, I'm like, walk over there, and turn it off? Yeah. That ain't right. We're like, wait till I'm ready for bed. We're going to have a shower. And he's like, hey, will you go get make me some, like, raviolis out of the pantry? And I'm like, there. Caitlin, what is going to y'all over there in bed eating raviolis? Get out of here. <laughs> That is disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he wants me to make them, and he's usually in his game room. He actually streams, so, like, he'll wait until, like, I'm ready for bed and then stream and then want me to make him ravioli. What does stream mean? What's, what does she say? It means they play video he games online. On oh, I see. Yeah. So the guy's in there playing video games, and he could easily pause yeah. that and get off the uh, Internet, <laughs> go in there and make his own ravioli, but he wants you to bring it to him because he's busy gaming? Yeah. Sounds like quite a catch. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, he is. I mean, I love him. How long have y'all been married? Um, We actually get married in November. Oh, they're getting married. There you go. Yeah. Maybe work out this ravioli thing before you say I Will do. Will ravioli be served at the wedding? Oh, <laughs> yeah, ravioli. That's actually in my vows, too. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, well, perfect. Caitlin, I appreciate the call. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, have a good day, and thank you for not cussing because I don't want to get a fine. Well, All here's right. the thing, man. You when you say when you open up with "Hey, don't cuss," guess what? That invites people to cuss. Why would that? That's the opposite. I said, listen, don't. have you ever been like 14, 15? When I was a teenager, if I called a radio station, the first thing I said is "Don't cuss." I'm, I'm cussing cuss. every time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Thomas Charette with Tig and Daniel, ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Hey, who's this? Yes, my name is Victoria. Hey, good morning, Victoria. Victoria, you love your spouse, but what are they doing to annoy the H out of you? So every night he eats a bowl of cereal and then falls asleep on the floor and then forgets to put a cereal bowl up. But then when he remembers, he puts it on the side of the sink instead of in the sink. What, Doesn't what? rinse it out or anything. Forget the cereal. He's falling asleep on the floor every night? Yes. He falls asleep and then like wakes up at like one or two. On the floor, on the ground. <laughs> Why is he sitting on the on floor? On the floor. Now, is he falling asleep well, or because... passing out? <laughs> falling asleep he works outside so it's hot <laughs> i understand that part he doesn't sit on the couch though he just lays on the ground no he lays on the floor i know and then wonders why his back hurts in the morning <laughs> how that's crazy how long have you been married okay. uh nine years in september okay so years. pretty good we got to get this guy a dog yeah. bed or something if he's just laid on the floor <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that guy, i think i'll i know what i'll do tonight I'm going to sit on the floor and eat cereal. <laughs> that sounds pretty fun. with the ball as I fall asleep. Uh, so, Daniel, your question? Uh, you love your spouse, but what do they do to that annoys the H out of you? 98.5 The Bull. What up? Pulsa Jinx. Broken Arrow. 722. So, Daniel, you have a question. You're not a married guy, but and you won't get married, you say. Well, I, I'm not going to get married until I find that person that I can't not marry. Does that make sense? Yes, and you haven't seen that person in your that life. That is correct. That person does not exist. But you are curious about people who are in long-term relationships and um, people who are married, I guess. Why don't we just get to the question? You Go love ahead. your spouse, but they're doing what to annoy the H out of you? Your particular thing is your wife's leaving cups on the nightstand. That's actually nightstand. Uh, nightstands are a big problem in marriages. I had no idea. It really is. I don't know what it is about a nightstand, but that's where all the rappers is it because it's is it because it's a shared space and uh well it would be a shared space except it's full of cups price tags from things she's taken off shirts it's just a it's like a garbage can the nightstand hmm. and we that wasn't the only one who said that this morning i had a couple of those other people good morning it's 98.5 the bull who is this megan megan so daniel's got a question megan for you. uh you love your spouse but what are they doing to annoy the h out of you they buy double groceries Double groceries? What does that mean? That means I'm in charge of buying groceries, but when they go to the store, they end up bringing. He ends up bringing home like, like right now. I have two huge containers of country crock margarine sitting in my fridge that we haven't even opened because I bought a little container already. So he's so bringing home like, extra margarine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extra, extra margarine, extra potatoes, just. Random things we already have at home, and, and I'm the one that's supposed to be doing the groceries. I even have a list going so that, you know, if you want something from the grocery store, I can pick it up for you. You just write it down. You don't think well, this is his way of saying he, he wants to try to, to introduce country crock to the bedroom, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't It's interesting. It hasn't made it to the bedroom, but, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, he just needs to come out and say it. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm Enough done. Said. I, yeah, I got yeah. to say I'm out of here. Uh, you guys have a good show. You, you two do the show together, and I'll, I'll go to the house. 
Some of the biggest stars in country music there, Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Tyg and I had a disagreement yesterday. I was telling Tyg that I think that um, the reason that the humidity is so bad around here and also the allergies, and I've heard this from a couple of different people, now granted they were both Uber drivers, but that the reason that allergens are so bad around here is because of all the man-made lakes and there's rotting debris and leaves and things like that. You thought that was absolutely ridiculous. Well, I could see humidity. Yeah. Being caused by water sources. I don't think that um, lakes pollinate. Well, I didn't say you, pollen. You basically yesterday, claimed that lakes make pollen. And then also yesterday, Tyg said, no, it's not the man-made lakes. It's the ragweed. He said, in fact, so much so that sometimes ragweed causes my allergies to get so bad that he also develops a fever, which is complete and total nonsense. Uh, it, because it, allergens won't cause a fever. Yes, they will. They won't. Yes. Well, how come I get a fever? I have no idea, but it's not from that. In fact, somebody wrote us on Facebook then was trying to say that her daughter also gets fevers from allergies. And it's just uh, people, simply people, impossible. People called yesterday and said the same thing. Let me get this message here. Why do you spit in the face of science? Uh, lady named Mandy says, my daughter, now 22, has had severe allergies her entire life. and She's always gotten a fever during her allergy outbreaks. Thank you. Tig, you shouldn't be on here telling people that allergies can cause fevers. It's just simply not true. It's not, it's impossible. Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. What's up? I tried to call yesterday because I was going to get onto one of you for saying you have allergies so bad that they get a fever. Yeah. That was Ty claiming that, and I told him it's absolutely yes. impossible. It was impossible, and then he backed up and said it was a sinus infection, but it wasn't a sinus infection. He said allergies. He said ragweed gave the, him a fever. The ragweed destroys my Tug. membranes, uh-huh. and as they're injured, I get an right. infection. Tulsa hates right, but you, your Tug. words were that you got a fever from ragweed. Yeah, he's a known liar, I isn't he? <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. He just didn't back well, it up. Just, just repeat after me really quick so Tig knows. All right, say just repeat after me. Say Tig. <laughs> uh what yes, you said was tig. impossible. I wouldn't I wouldn't say impossible because you know there's that one weird person that's going to actually call repeat and after say, well, me. Say Tig, that's impossible. Okay. Tig, that's impossible. And I hate your guts. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what city are you calling from, brother? Uh, Tulsa. Willie in Tulsa is up for Cadillac 3 tickets, Kane's Ballroom. And Daniel, what are we going to play? Willie, this game is called Name That Thing. I'm going to give you uh, three hints in a category. And based on those three hints, you have to identify the thing. All right. Are you familiar with things? Kind of. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Willie, first up, the category is an actress. And the three hints are Legally Blonde, Sweet Home Alabama, Pleasantville. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon is correct. Willie, up next, the category is a game. The hints, King, Queen, Pawn. Can you name that thing? Uh, Chess. Chess is correct. Look at Willie on a roll in Tulsa. The category. Here we go, baby. Are you calling Tiger baby or me a baby? Uh, I'm just saying, here we go, baby. Yeah. To which one of us, though? <laughs> Man, <laughs> both of you. All right. <laughs> he likes both of us. All right. Up next, <laughs> this uh, the category is a game. The hint: 
aircraft carrier, submarine, destroyer. Can you uh, name that thing? Say again. Battleship. Battleship is correct. The category is holiday. The three hints. Turkey, pilgrims, cornucopia. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is correct. And finally, Willie, the category is country. The hint, Rome, Milan, Venice. Uh, Europe. No, looking for a specific country. That's a continent. But within that continent, there's a country that has the, what are the three hints? Hold on. What are you, you're not Googling it, are you? No, 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 no. Uh, Italy. Italy is a correct. Uh, look at Willie go. There he goes, He's man. He's naming things. Not bad, Willie. Willie, you're going to Cadillac 3 at Kane's Thanks. Ballroom. Who are you going to take with you? Are you just going to burn the other ticket and go by yourself? No, I'll take my wife. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> little date night for Willie and the wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is your wife's name? Uh, her name's Kristen. <laughs> Willie and Kristen. Cadillac Are you going to do a bit of dancing? A little bit of dancing, a little bit of romance. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 All right. That being so right. immature, we're morons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another show. What's today? Uh, yeah, Tuesday. So Tuesday. Wednesday. And we continue through the rest of the week at 740. More Cadillac 3 tickets. Willie, congrats. And thanks for, uh, I know we're a new station in town with 98.5 The Bull and a new morning show with Tyg and Daniel. And I appreciate you giving us a shot, brother. Thanks, man. It's Kenny Chesney knowing you. I almost got you in big trouble over Kenny Chesney. Remember that at work uh, a few years ago? I could have killed you for what you did, and I still think it was a, a, just a ridiculous thing to have done. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, we took a bunch of listeners on a charter bus to a Kenny Chesney concert. And, you know, everybody gets there, and people are having some beers and stuff. Daniel, you had a few more beers than other people. And uh, we get back. After the concert, we get back on the bus and we come back to the radio station because mm-hmm. that's where everybody met us if they won tickets to get on the bus. And so the next morning, I went in and told my boss, I said, you know, when Daniel got off the bus at the radio station, he uh, he went into the woods and went to sleep in the woods. And when he woke up, he just got up from the woods and came in and did his morning show. That's what I told our big boss. Yeah, now that seems like a funny thing to say and all that. The problem was, was the big boss... Guy named Jeff. He believed it. He believed it. He hook, line, and sinker bought every bit of it. Uh, later on that day, I get called into the office, <laughs> and the guy, this Jeff guy, is giving me an intervention. He's like, "Hey, man, I, I like to have fun too. I like to go out and have beers too. But you know, we, you know, we can't be sleeping in the woods." <laughs> And you didn't know I told you. I, I was like, like, what are you talking about, sleep in the woods? He's like, well, Ty confided in me that you, uh, last night after the concert, you slept in the woods. <laughs> I was like, no, man. They were going to, like, write you up and stuff. <laughs> they should have wrote you up for doing such a uh, thing. No. I it's... couldn't believe the guy actually thought that I <laughs> I got off that bus and just went and laid down in the woods like a Bigfoot. Jameson Rogers is on 98.5 The Bull alongside Luke Combs. Cold beer calling my name. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. Uh, Daniel... These days, TV shows really don't have theme songs. You know, they would used to on network television. They'd spend like a minute singing about the show, and then the show would start. But now, with ratings and all that, they have to get the show started right away. So no more theme songs. They got to hook you right away. 
But uh, would you like to take a trip down memory lane? It's a little quiz I set up for you, Daniel, and uh, we can all play in our cars and keep scoring our cars and see how many you get. Do you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this one's, uh, all right, let's just see. Here we go. Oh, that's, that's the old uh, People's Court with Judge Wapner and Rusty. Was that the bailiff? Yeah, Rusty was the bailiff, yeah. You know, I, like I enjoy it. the bailiffs just as much as the judges. I watch Judge Judy. I love that guy, Bird. He is a <laughs> no-nonsense uh, gentleman. He does not put up with a bunch of funny business. I'll tell you that right now. I like how whenever um, like the case is done, they always make them sit in that foyer or stand in the foyer, and then they ask you, like, how did it feel to lose that case? Yeah. They, they like, torture these Creates people. Creates a little drama. But uh, a little fun fact about, like, Judge Judy, she makes, like, $35 million a year. Also, if you go in the people's court, the people's court pays you to be on the show, and then they pay whatever settlement. That's true. So everybody wins. So if I sued Daniel for $2,000 and he lost, he wouldn't have to pay me because the people's court pays me. That's right. All right, here's another one. This is actually related. Is that Harry Anderson? Yeah, Harry Anderson was a magician judge, and then uh, the, that bailiff was called Bull. That's right, the bald-headed guy. And then there was that uh, Dan Larroquette, or whatever his name was. He was a sexual pervert. <laughs> that's what he was known for on the show. <laughs> that's what his role was. Yeah, you know, we lost uh, Harry Anderson, and we lost yeah. recently Marky Post that was on that show. She played Roz? I think she was No, no, the... no, that's different. That's the other lady. Uh, here we go, another one. This one's easy. I mean, it's kind of stunning. They they go like two minutes before the show even starts. Was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. Three I know this used to be one tour. of the most widely known songs ever, but I wonder, like, if you're, like, your kid now, if you showed your kid mm -hmm. Gilligan's Island, what do you think your six-year-old would say? Probably a huge boar. I don't think so, man. They're still on an island. That ginger on there? Hey, now. They get on YouTube now, and they get to watch the, like, just a concentration of entertainment. They don't have to wait for dialogue. It's just like, the, the other day, he's watching a guy run over toys with his car, and just to see how they would crush. So I don't think he'd like Gilligan's Island. And like somebody said on that show, it's like the scientists could build a radio out of coconut, couldn't fix the hole in the boat. There's that a, joke's been done so many there's times. There's a plot <laughs> flaw there. Like With those two ladies on there, I would be like, leave me on this island indefinitely. All right, you ready for another one? This one might be a little hard. That's easy. That's the Jeffersons with the Georgian Wheezy. What was it? He uh, started a dry cleaning business and got mm -hmm. loaded? Yeah, a rich guy, yeah. Me, 
I got a question. Do they, um, and this might be dumb, like that's a good song. Do they find the song that matches the show or do they commission somebody to sing a song that would match the show? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't even know about that. Seems like Al Dean did something like that. And we asked him and he said, no, they just, oh, I know what it was. It's college football. They used his song at college football. And I said, did they hire you to write a song for college football or did they find one that you already wrote? And he said, no, they just listened to the album and said, can we use that song? But the, the thing it is, that's like a one minute long song. Like nobody's going to just write a one minute long song that's not meant for television, right? Right. Here's another one. Ready? I think this was commissioned specifically for this show. I don't even know what that is at all. Had Lurch. The Munsters? Yeah. Why are you doing shows that are like 200 years old? I thought it was going to be something like Malcolm in the Middle, but you're playing like the very first television shows ever. All right, I'll, I'll do something more recent, okay? Okay, please. Please. Very easy. That's Seinfeld. The uh, pre uh, predecessor or whatever to curb your enthusiasm. enthusiasm. All right, one more. Are you are you going to sleep yet? Almost. Okay. This is, I don't know if you'll get this one. Let's see how you do. Final one. Uh, more recent. Not on the air anymore. Is that uh, is that Tonight Show with Jay Leno? It is. Does each uh, Tonight Show host have their own theme theme song? They've always changed it up. Remember Johnny Carson had his theme song with "Here's Johnny" and all that. Yeah. Now Jimmy Fallon's got this real like modern sort of almost not even a theme. Huh. They always change it up. Well, what a nice trip so, down memory lane. Yeah, good, good job, Daniel. <laughs>